This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Network podcast. Mmm, tasty. Em, Em, before you go. Yeah. What does it feel like? What does what feel like? Having a poo in the afterlife. I gotta go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, it's, I mean, it's actually a really long time, isn't it? <laughs> Previously on the Danger Club podcast, will you join with Razmir? Hi. Yes. Yes. Hi. What are your names, brothers? Brother Fulton. My name's Jimmy Two Beaks. My name is um, Naraya. Danny Carragher. Belder. You're supposed to be the smart one. <laughs> We're a bunch of grasses, aren't we? <laughs> it's almost like the cult is preying on the weak. God, it's warm in here, isn't it? It'd make you feel quite drowsy. Why do you have weapons? What are you doing? It's all right. It's all right. You're home now. The adventure continues. I like your uh, I like your booties, James. Mm. They're uh, they're very. I waited till that could have been a, a very different I, I, sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, your booty, there, James. There, do, do you want to talk off air, Dan? Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> Just like so, it's, James asked if uh, anyone was cold, and now he's put on a gilet. Yeah, I have put on a gilet. I'm 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 a little bit a little bit chilly. It's chilly. I have no idea the purposes of a gilet. It's the best it a man body can get, warm. Ross. It's it the does, best a man Because what about his arms? Well, I love Gillette. But the important thing Gillette? is, yeah. if you're in a cold environment and you're too cold, the most important thing to do is keep your core warm because that's where all the important stuff is. Do you remember core. Batman Begins where he says, don't rub your arms, rub your chest after he falls in the ice? Yeah, that's just because he wanted to rub Robin's chest. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Uh, it is cold now, isn't it? It's, it is cold. I mean, it's November the 18th. So. Yeah, it's properly setting in here now in, in East London. Probably getting chilly. I, I went past, uh, on my way in, I was looking at, um, I say I was looking at a school, but I went past a school on the way in, and there's all these bits of artwork that have been done up on the outside. This is part of our ongoing quest to help people narrow down where James lives. Um, there's, <laughs> there's all these bits of artwork that the kids have done that are like inspirational slogans. Um, that are part of that. And they're all things like never give up on your dreams or friendship is really important. And, they've smart women. and there's one that just says, defeat your enemies without using violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Use yes. mind games. Batman kid. So, <laughs> what is our step process for becoming a dangerling? I think there's. <laughs> There's there's 31 steps once. Yeah. I mean you got you already got three. You only talk about the Discord, so that's three. Yeah. If you're a Discord, you're level three. I like to um, think that it's more Wu Tang based and it's 36 chambers. Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, like, I mean, with with Ed Johnson, they literally are. They literally are 36 <laughs> chambers. <laughs> level 20 is like what? Following us around, yeah. waiting outside. Let's not encourage that. Can we not encourage that? <laughs> I don't think it's a, it's a, a two-step. It's trying a two to step, find so. out where James lives. Step step one. Uh, Download the podcast. Step two: leave us a review on iTunes. Boom. There That's we go. not two step, Colin. What's two step? Uh, Subscribe. It's kind of like garage, but <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a type of dancing, Scott. Uh, it's saying, it's kind of minimalistic. Yeah. It's very similar. Like a lot of people would say that it's the same thing. 
it's, it's somewhere between no, garage and jungle. It's kind of boots, cats, boots, boots, cats, cat boots, cats, boots, cats, cat, cat boots. It's a bit like that, actually. It's a bit more intricate. <laughs> <laughs> Best cats ever. You get you get like three and a quarter cats in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes two pairs of boots. And sometimes one. boots and cats just won't cut you. So we're trapped in a cell. No. We're not we're, They're we're, trapped I mean, we're, in a temple with us. We're locked up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I mean, not not specifically trapped. We're, I mean, we're sort of. Well, I'd, I'd like to say we're here of our own free will. I mean, we were forced here of our own free will. Weird fucking sentence. <laughs> Makes me um, think though. What if people don't want to do it? Do they? What do they do? Do they just unlock the cell and then send you back out again? I think, uh, no, I think I think once you're in, you you're either in or you're dead. Yeah. That, uh. I'd like to think of just the one guy who was just having a drink at that bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he wakes up in the cell being like, um, I, I, I don't want, no. I didn't know she wanted me. to be here. Well, I was just drinking. I mean, I've got to get to work. They asked us if My we wanted to join. To and we all said yes. So. Yeah, it's true. If anyone had said no, I think they would have been sent out. It's, yeah. a, it's a weird thing though. Like why? We'd said yes. We'd said yes. So well, like, we yeah, all agreed so we going to drug you and put you in a cell. Dan, what would happen if uh, one of us had said no? Well, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see if any, if any of you said no. Well, maybe that'll come up on DMQs. I was about to say, how are we going to see that? It's just a, <laughs> this is exactly, a good yeah. timeline where... Hey, you've got, said, no. You're going to have plenty of chances to say yes or no in the uh, the coming days as you join the cult of Rasmia. And we'll see how many times you say yes and how far up the steps all of you go. I want to see which ones of you actually managed to ascend a few of the steps of Rasmia. I think there's probably... I bet there's um, an archetype somewhere that you can unlock. I don't think it's out yet. It'd be great if there was... Uh, if one of you actually becomes a priest of Rasmia. I mean, I mean, we're going to have to, by the sounds of it, we're going to have to ascend at least a step because otherwise we won't give our stuff back. Unless we, because it probably yeah. we have to stick with it until at least we get our stuff back and then we can go. So, Dan, are we going to skip to that bit? Yeah, yeah, we'll just fast forward and say, <laughs> all right, <laughs> so you're, you're looking down on the room full of dead younglings. You have passed your first test, So, for the rest of the episode, it's just going to be silence, yeah? Yeah, it's just, yeah. so this is, yeah. yeah, this is 24 hours of silence. So, the next 24 episodes of the Danger Club <laughs> podcast will be played out in real time. It's just an occasional. <laughs> and then someone just giving us some water. Yeah. Someone going to the toilet. Go. Yeah. Hello, Rasmir, my old friend. <laughs> so let's find out how 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 entertaining that can be. Come to drive you round the bend. <laughs> I trust you guys. So the uh, the priests leave you there and they leave you in the cells um, with your water and your robes. Um, it is kind of cold in there, so it's putting the robes on well. Do you want to, uh, which of you would like to put on robes, or do you like will. not to put on your robes? Bubba puts his robe on. Yeah, Bolton puts his robe on. Yeah, put my robe on. Okay, you are all robed. Your skin starts um. to burn. <laughs> <laughs> so just... You fall uh, unconscious, you wake up in a different cell. On a pra- <laughs> That's the next bit. Um, <laughs> uh, on a practical point, uh, so all the people who have been wearing robes have been wearing their own clothes underneath that we've seen so far. You would, I mean, you haven't lifted up the robes. No, but, but these <laughs> robes are designed to go Ooh, over the top. They're, they're not, because I kind of imagine a kind of Jedi-like outfit where they it's are all kind, one Yeah, they're kind like of monks' thing. robes. So they go over the top, but like you're not wearing loads and loads, unless you're, unless you're imagining that your sort of street clothes are massive puffy things. Although in your case, of course, it's a, um, they have taken like your wizard's robe away. Right. Um, 
because they didn't I presume I believe because they didn't know if it was magical or not yeah um, so you're effectively uh, if you if you if you imagine sort of game wise when you wake up without all your stuff and you're there in sort of a loincloth it's kind of that um, status <laughs> right um, they're not exceptional they've left has uh, has uh, have they taken Karagor's eye patch they've not taken your eye patch no cool as Karagor sits there puts the robes on he takes his eye patch off pockets it okay seen Caragor without his eye patch. Uh, well, he's been changing before when he's changed for um, uh, Shaka Bon Haka. Uh, you might have seen him change uh, then. Well, I always assumed it. Wasn't he wearing a sparkly eye patch? Uh, yeah, but he would have had to take the other eye patch off to put the, uh, that sparkly eye patch I on. D- I don't think Vel has ever sat and watched watch you get changed. Oh, so you're going I about think, lifting robes think, earlier. No, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think this might be the first time that um, Felder's seen um, you without your eye right, patch. Well, if you, can if can you, you tell us what's it. under the eye patch? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're both normal eyes. One, however, is... S- the one he's covered is slightly... The one you can see all the time is a human eye. The one he's uh, covered is slightly more orcish, which is uh, okay. largely the same as humans, so the pupil's narrower and the iris okay. is slightly la- larger. Cool. All right. Cool. Good to know. Felder notices this, but uh, just sort of nods and doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's very... Velder is growing. Velder has attained a step. I thought you were just going to point at it. Weird eye. No, he no. He's just so interested. So you are left. Um, you are left in silence in the room um, for some time. Um, Elvar, as instructed, um, Elvar sits uh, kneels down on the floor and closes his eyes. He occasionally keeps opening his eyes and kind of just looking across to all of you, or he'll get up and just go and look out through the bars. Um, he doesn't seem to have a very good attention span in terms of meditation, um, but he does. He does follow the rules. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't say anything. Uh, do any of you want to say anything to each other, or, or do anything, or do you want to just wait it out? Uh, just wait it out. Baba messages Velda. Yep. Velda. Velda. You're yes. right. Uh, yes, yes, I am. Yes. How are you doing? Yeah, good. This is quite boring. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that Bubba. What? So, um, they've taken away my spell pouch, but oh. I can still cast most of my spells except for invisibility, which is a pity. Um, can you cast all of your spells? Yeah, I'm good. You're good. Yeah, mate. Sweet. Uh, um, Bubba. Magic, 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 magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. I think we're all set. Uh, Bubba then messages Shania. Okay. Here's Shania. It's fuck. Hello? You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Just whisper, just whisper. Okay. Velda's <laughs> <laughs> still got her spells. His spells. <laughs> okay. Have you got yours? Yeah, yeah, as far as I know, yeah, yeah. I haven't tried to use any, <coughs> but like, I still feel magical tingles in my fingerlings. Okay, thank you. <laughs> night, night. Baba messages Fulton. Fulton, Fulton. <laughs> oh, he's asleep. <laughs> Fulton doesn't say anything. Okay. Baba messages uh, <laughs> Caragor, why not? Caragor, Caragor. You can whisper back. Uh, Caragor doesn't reply. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, awkward. Uh, you look, you look good without your eye patch. I've seen a bit, yeah. <laughs> Carry um, keeps his hands together, crosses his legs, and bows his head on that. Where he's sat on the cot. Um, uh, Shania does not drink 
the water that's been provided. Okay. Just leave it as fault. Okay. Don't do anything with it. Well, I've, um, unless they've replaced the one that I've poured on the floor. They have not. Cool. Then. Um, <clears throat> so we've got a cot. Uh, you have a small cot, yeah. It has um, It's just got a bit of straw in the bottom of it. So right. Um, uh, Vel just lies down and tips his hat down and goes to sleep. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, Velda has a nap. Um, I think Shania might sort of, uh, you know, she, she might have a little commune. Uh-huh. Um, commune uh, with nature. Yeah, you know. Okay. You're doing it using an ability for that, or you just no, 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 just, just just generally, sort you of know, have a bit of okay. You, know, sort of. you go, to, you cross down, cross your legs, you go into a bit of a trance, mm-hmm. and you start to trying to connect to the natural world. It is very hard here. You're deep in the middle of a city, okay. um, and you are um, you are far from nature. You get the f- you, you get the feeling that um, Noala, if she was a connected to nature in the same way that you are she would have found this very uncomfortable you are finding it you're finding right. it a little easier because you're uh, you've grown up underground so you're okay. used to it's quite nice to be down in the dark um, All right. this is a more familiar setting for you but yeah you certainly feel very disconnected okay. from the natural world yeah, the, here. the druidic stuff is, is, is hard work it okay. is yes alright thanks after um, after about five hours um, of sitting in the dark uh, a priest uh, comes down not sure if it's the same one as before it's just someone in grey robes wearing a mask uh, they come down with a jug um, and they um, they pour out more water um, for uh, for those of you who have um, not had any yet uh, who, or who have drunk theirs um, they take the bowl that you've t- you upturned Fulton they take it and they refill it um, and they pass it they put it back upturn it again upturn it again <laughs> priest looks at you and just shakes his head uh, and then turns um, and he walks out again uh, leaving you in the, uh, the darkness uh, as um, after another another five hours uh, the priest comes back uh, again and does the same thing re- uh, tops up any water that's uh, been left tops up your water Fulton hands it to you does the same okay <laughs> again what time is it when we went in uh, you know, you went into the you went into the pub um, in the afternoon, but uh, you're not sure what time it is now. You've got no way of knowing. Okay. But we have been we we've we've been left. This is ten hours now. We've been, been down there for ten hours. We've now. been down there. Yeah. If Karagor feels sleepy, then he'll he'll Never just sleep. go to natural sleep. Sure. Okay. Um, he takes um, before he leaves. Um, Elvar says, hey, hey, mate, um, just, just, how, how long are we, how long do we have to wait down here? The priest takes the bowl that he was about to hand to Elvar and just pours the water onto the ground and then hands him the empty bowl uh, and turns and walks back out again, uh, leaving you all in the dark. He's, Elvar's like, what's that about? What's, what are we, oh, oh we're not. Fulton says nothing. Okay. Yeah. Caragor uh, sips from his bowl and then passes the rest through the bars to Elva. Oh. Uh, thanks. I uh, guess we're not meant to say anything, are we? Caragor goes back, sits on his cot, and sits down. All right. He, he sips some water um, and sits down. This carries on. Um, this cycle repeats itself two, um, a couple more times. Until uh, you have been down here for a full 24 hours. Um, I think at that. some point, you know, I'll have to drink some of that water <laughs> in yeah, that it, period. It's up to you. Um, Fulton isn't. 
No. Uh, okay. I'll suffer the whatever negativity is. So by the time it is, all of you feel pretty crap by the end of it because the cots are not very, they're not comfortable. Um, so even though you can get a bit of sleep, you don't get much. Um, and there's not really any, uh, there's not any facilities or anything. So if any of you want to go to the bathroom, then you're doing it in full view of everyone else. Uh, which, fine for Fulton, he's done that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fulton, by the end of the uh, the run, um, you are now. If anybody, if anybody doesn't drink any of the water, uh, so if anyone leaves Fulton, Fulton especially, you are fatigued. So you have the fatigue status, which means you are taking a minus one penalty to AC and saving throws. Yep. Um, because you have not had anything to eat or drink in 24 hours. Cool. Um, all of you are very hungry, um, but um, uh, but that is uh, but that is all. Eventually, you hear the door open again, and uh, Engarthis returns with a couple of priests. Did you have any revelations in your first uh, day here? You may speak. I'll tell you what, mate. That was hard work. But you did it very well. You have achieved uh, great things. You're on the beginning of the path. I had a revelation. Yes, Brother Danny? I had a revelation that um, I found joy in giving to others that which not did uh, that which not did have any of themselves. Excellent. Excellent. But remember, we must only give what we can give. If we give away all of us, there will be none of us left. It's important to safeguard ourselves before others. I understand, Brother. He... Uh, You've all made great progress here. Um, he hands uh, the priest hands out some uh, half rolls of um, rolls of bread to all of you. Uh, and those of you who are so, those of you who wish may eat something. Um, he then open. He then goes along and unlocks the cells uh, and opens them all. And says, "I think it is time that all of you took your rightful place among the children of Rasmia. Will you follow me?" Yes, brother. Yes. Yeah. Nice one, brother. <laughs> nice one, brother. <laughs> nice, one, <laughs> nice one, brother. <laughs> nice one, brother. <laughs> tell him what that obscure reference is. Where's well, not obscure, but tell him what the reference is from. That's from a movie called Human Traffic, yeah, which is right. from the late nineties, and uh, Danny Dyer uh, is uh, yeah. <laughs> Danny Dyer and John Sim have a phone call conversation where they shout "Nice one, brother" at each other, which yeah. is a, cry, a long time. You will hear a cry. You will hear at any festival, yeah. given any amount of time, <laughs> someone at the top of their lungs will screech it, and then about nice a few other people will shout. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that reference. So, brothers in arms, you make your way up, um, up uh, out of the cells. He leads you up a staircase. Sorry, talking to the mic. Uh, he leads you up a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> you could feel the icy glare. Dan literally turned his back <laughs> yeah. on his mic. Yeah. Like, he was facing the other way. Because <laughs> we're getting, we're in at level four, and I'm already running out of table space for all the various <laughs> notes and uh, cards and bits and bobs. That we I need to get you another table. No, no, yeah, this is the second yeah, reference yeah, that Dan's made to needing a little desk. It's going to be a bureau with little drawers and a, like yeah, a, right. a, like a folded down thing. No, yep. Dan, he'll be in a separate room. Yeah, candles. I want a radio mic so that I can walk around the room and mess with you all. <laughs> and you just want my lamp suspended from the ceiling so you can just walk over, give it a few jabs every now and then just to keep your focus up. You know? uh, I don't want much. Dressed in like braces. <laughs> they'll all like be, movie. They'll all be stretched. <laughs> right. On okay. I wonder where you're going with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you were led out. You were led out of the cells uh, around a corner. 
And you see a little stool um, with a, a priest sat on it um, who was just out of sight, which is the priest Bubba Hurt. So you get the feeling there was somebody listening in on you the whole time that you were there. Um, so it is perhaps for the best that you didn't talk too much in there. Um, so you had a feeling anything you said would probably have been reported. Um, you're led out of a uh, you're led out of there through a doorway and up some stairs um, into a uh, a richly decorated um, meeting hall. It looks like the inside of a church. Basically, there are um, there are pews laid out. Uh, there are lots of priests outside. Um, uh, lots of priests standing uh, in the various pews. And Garth says, uh, "Brothers, this way." He leads you through a doorway at the back. Uh, into a room where there are tapestries hanging up depicting um, a figure with a, uh, with a wearing a mask um, with great feathered wings holding a flaming sword um, you guess this is maybe Rasmir um, in the figure in the tapestries at least there are a couple of priests um, standing they hold um, they hold staffs and they're standing on either side of the door uh, there are various doors out of this room, but he leaves you in the room outside the doors to the um, the, the trap, uh, the chapel. Is I'd ask you to wait here until you're called. Uh, soon you'll all be part of the Brotherhood. Then he goes back inside, and you can hear cheering going on from uh, inside the main room. Uh, after a uh, a couple of moments, you hear um, the speech seems to reach some kind of a crescendo. People cheer. And then you hear Angartha say, Welcome, the newest members of the Children of Razmir. Uh, the priests who are next to you open the door uh, and gesture for you to enter. You walk in, it is a, um, it is a great sort of um, ceremonial hall. In the middle of it, there is a huge staircase with um, 31 steps that lead up to a, uh, lead up to a great um, bejeweled mask. Thing so the size of a person, this huge mask is. You see, there's maybe some there's some doors on the other side of that as well. There are pews laid out along it where there are lots of priests um, in white and grey robes, uh, and you can see that there are four priests in black robes. Um, one of them is presumably Angathis, uh, but it's quite hard to tell exactly which uh, until one of them steps forward and you're able to pick up the voice. Uh, Angathis says to you. Brother Naraya, Brother Danny, Brother Fulton, Brother Jimmy Two Beaks, Brother Belder, and Brother Elvar have all sought to uh, have all sought to sh um, to join us today to become a part. Sister Naraya has herself thrown off the shackles of one of the untouching gods. Thrown, she used to be a follower of Phrasma, but she has forsaken that to come and be a part of our brotherhood to follow the true faith. Various people turn and cheer um, for you, Shania. Mm -hmm. um, brothers and sister, will you join me on the first step and become a true part of the uh, of the children of Razmir? Yes, brother. Hey. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he leads you. You are led up, and you are each uh, instructed to stand on the first step of the staircase. Um, and each of you, in turn, uh, and Garthis approaches you, um, holding a. Um, holding uh, an iron mask uh, he approaches um, he approaches Danny Carragher Brother Danny do you accept the mask of Razmir? 
I accept the mask of Razmir. He uh, hands it. He hands you the mask. He places the mask on your face and puts the band around. Like it's got like a chain on it, so it sits comfortably uh, enough on the. Uh, is it metal? It is. Cool. Um, he then goes. Uh, he then approaches Belder, brother Belder. Do you accept the mask of Razmir? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he places the mask on you. Mm, metal. <laughs> he uh, he uh, reaches. Uh, he reaches. <laughs> Baba uh, stops uh, and then turns and uh, and uh, whispers to one of the um, priests who goes over to the corner and comes back with a mask with an elongated um, front to it. Um, Sloppy preparation like, that wasn't it. It's a little bit like a. Yeah, uh, he had six recruits. Yeah. Jeez. A little bit like a, it's a look. I guess it looks like a sort of plague doctor kind of mask. <laughs> yeah, right, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Brother Jimmy Two Beaks, will you accept the mask of Rasmir? Yes, I will. He places the mask on your face. This is the dangerous one, Brother Fulton. <laughs> do you accept? I'm ready to roll initiative any time I speak to Fulton. <laughs> like this uh, Brother Fulton, do you accept the mask of Rasmir? Aye. He places the mask on your face. Um, Brother Elvar, do you accept the mask of Razmir? I do. He places it on his face. Uh, and brother, uh, Sister Unariah. Uh, Sister Unariah, who has uh, given up so much already to become a part of us. Do you accept the mask of Razmir? Most willingly. He places the mask on your uh, on your face. You see kind of those you kind of look over. I guess you just sort of can't see it come over. You see Shania's eyes looking out from it. It's, terrifying about that um, yeah presumably I'm not wearing goggles you'll have to take your goggles yeah. off to put that on but you can still keep kind of the bandages across your face cool. um, if you put the goggles to. over the mask like. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's so sick so metal um, brothers and sister welcome to our family welcome to the church of Razmir welcome to your new lives you are now all ascendants of the first step of the Ra of Razmir throughout your time here you will ascend other steps until finally you will achieve the greatest enlightenment and be able to be able to step in Razmiran itself the land of peace and sit beside the living God as almost gods yourselves Brothers and sisters, welcome our newest members of our family. And the uh, the priests and uh, acolytes all cheer. Um, so you're looking around, you can see there's quite a few people in white robes. There are there are more people in white robes here than there are grey robes. Now you're inside the temple, white seems to be the most predominant colour. Um, black is quite rare. It's only these four people that have the black robes. Um, one of the priests that you think you maybe saw before, maybe brought you some of the... Um, uh, some of the water. Uh, he's very fat. Um, he's to be human, but he has got a big fat guy. He's got a mask. His brother Crant here is in charge of um, looking after the new recruits. Um, he will instruct you in uh, your training. He'll be the one who can guide you on your uh, the first steps that you will take here until you are a, a full part of our family. He has been training recruits for a long, long time, so. Uh, do as he says, and don't question him, and uh, you will find all the answers that you truly need. Uh, welcome to the family, all of you. I will see you at evening prayers. Uh, do you have any questions for me before I go? No. Nah, nope. Well then, you're going to be very happy here, I can feel it. Uh, it's good to have new brothers and sisters. 
he turns and nods to all of you, um, claps Shania on the shoulder, um, and nods and walks back, walks up the steps, followed by the four, uh, the other three in black robes. They go up the steps to the very top, turn and disappear through doors at the top of the stairs. Um, most of the acolytes disperse. The um, uh, a few of the uh, the grey-robed ones you see take up positions on the steps as if guarding them. Uh, and then they go about the thing. The uh, the fat man walks over to you. Um, he's holding a uh, he's holding a kind of a like a club in his hand that he uses. A, he leans on and uses as a walking stick. Hello, I'm Krant. I'll be your instructor while you're here. There's uh, a great many rules that you'll have to understand, but they'll make your time here much better, I think. Are you excited to get started? Aye. Aye. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, yes. Very much yes. So. Yeah. Good. Then, uh, come, sit. He, uh, he sits down in one of the pews and just is for you to sit around with him. Um, Elvar says, well, when do we get to, uh, when do we just go out there and, and, and start showing people that, uh, that we're boss? Um, Cranketh. <laughs> Give it time. We are not. Uh, we are do not put on shows here. We are. We are more about self betterment. Do not worry about uh, showing others what uh, they think. They are not. Uh, they are not worthy of your time. Focus more on yourself. Focus more on following the rules here in the temple. I will now instruct you on the rules of the faith. These are the tenants by which you will live your life. Thank you. I dropped my map there. Don't look at that. First of all, don't look at the, don't look at the map. Um, he hides behind his DM screen and uh, pulls. <laughs> the rules of Rathmir are very simple. The first is this: Rathmir is the god above all other gods. Those who claim otherwise are jealous of his glory. They spread lies in order to attempt to tarnish his mask. We must protect that mask from it. Those who follow the steps of the living God will be rewarded with glory and riches. Those who turn away from his path shall have neither of them. This is why those outside struggle in the gutter, why those who are part of the church are rewarded greatly. Rathmiran is the realm of the living God on this world. It is sacred ground. It is the holy place to which we all aspire to one day attend. Uh, and it is the duty of every believer to protect and enrich this sacred place. Every temple of Rathmir is an extension of this sacred realm. So this ground that you are sat on right now is holy ground. Is sacred ground and must be protected. The next rule, those who have ascended the steps speak with the authority of the living God himself. Failure to obey them is akin to disobeying the will of Rathmir himself. That means when the high, it means when the heralds speak, we must listen as if Rathmir himself is speaking. And when I speak to you, you listen to me as if Rathmir is speaking. 
That's an important one. People forget that very quickly. Tithing to the faith is a holy responsibility. The faith of Razmir must have resources to fight against his enemies, to glory the great realm of Razmir, to bring about peace. Those who use those sums of ill-gotten wealth, they use it to spread lies and deceit. Money is used by those outside of the church to to try and discredit the church, to bring down the church. We must deny the weapons of the enemy from them. Those who do not believe should be converted to the faith of Razmir, not by force, but by showing them his glory and the wealth that awaits all of those who serve him. Those who refuse are clearly corrupted by unclean vices. They are unfaithful. They should be denied all luxury. Do not give them faith. Do not give them help, but help the poor, for the poor are part of us. Only those who believe in the living God deserve a life of plenty and pleasure. Others should suffer and toil until they finally see the light. The mask of the living God is a divine vessel. This is important. Behind its protective embrace, we can speak the will of Rathmir without fear of rebuke. Our followers of Rathmir must wear the mask whenever they deal with non-believers. So that they may come, so that they may come out in His image. So, if you're outside of the temple, you must wear your mask. I suggest you wear it at all times when you're here, unless you are told to remove it, or if you're eating, of course. <laughs> the followers of Rathmir act as one. Through our anonymity comes solidarity. Each path works together for His glory. Now you are part of that as well. You are part of that greater whole. You work with us and we all achieve greatness. Although we all stand upon different steps, we are all a part of the same glory. I hope that is clear, brothers. Do you have any questions? I would very much hope that we do not have any misunderstandings. I have one quick question. Do you uh, do you do marriages yourself? <laughs> you are funny, Sister Nereya. We do not permit marriage within the church. Oh, I see. We are all married to Rathmir. We so have no time for such things. How do okay. we? How do we get to step two? You follow the tenants, and when you are deemed ready, the heralds will decide whether you are ready to advance. Excellent. Come, I will throw you to where you will where you will sleep and you will eat. And he takes you back out of the uh, back out of the uh, the main temple, and he leads you into a um, he leads you into the room where you are waiting. Uh, back through a a room to the side, which is um, to the north, uh, which seemed to have weapons in it. Like an armory, really. There were some shields on the wall. There were some spears. There were some swords. You can see that they're all locked with chains uh, in place. So they would need a key, maybe, to be released from that. And he leads you back down some stairs, uh, back past the uh, turnoff that you know leads to your cells. Um, you can see there's some other passageways off there, uh, and then unlocks a door 
uh, and leads you into a room, a long corridor with the carpet uh, along it. Uh, he points out a room to the south, which is a large bedroom. Uh, there are multiple beds in there. It looks like this is where all the priests probably sleep. Uh, and there is a, there are a few priests sat around in there, uh, around a table. They are uh, rolling dice and they're talking. Everywhere is lit in here by green torches. There are green ever-burning flames set in sconces. And these to these torches are set behind masks of Razmir. So they kind of have a green glow emanating from the masks, which illuminates the room. So everything's got a kind of greenish hue to it underground. Um, the priests you notice that are sat around do not have their masks on. They're wearing, they've got their masks sitting on beside them on the table as they're talking. Um, says, We eat and sleep in shifts, so we'll be sharing your bed with other people, so keep it tidy. Don't leave a mess, and no one will leave a mess for you. Nobody likes a messy bed, do they? He leads you um, across the corridor to the room to the north, so opposite this, uh, where there is a dining room. It's very simple. There's a wooden table in the middle. There's some chairs around it. Um, there is currently nothing set out in there. There's no meal going on. And he opens the door and shows you a kitchen where there are a couple of priests, a couple of uh, acolytes. Uh, so everyone you're seeing in this lower level, all white robes. You're not seeing any grey robes down here. Um, all white robes. There's a couple of guys in white robes who are um, chopping up vegetables um, in there. And you can see this, it's a pretty basic kitchen, but uh, it's down there. He leads you up to the... Uh, he leads you back up the stairs, back through the armory, through the room with the tapestries, uh, and opens a set of doors, a big set of doors that are opposite the ones that went into the church. Big... Um, uh, big metal doors uh, opens them up and you can see you get hit by light from outside as he leads you out into the courtyard Shania you recognize this courtyard this is the one you climbed into so you are inside uh, now uh, you look at looking back at the large doors you can see each of them has a big mask of Razmir uh, on it he points out the, uh, the muddy courtyard and says, this is where we train we must better ourselves physically as well as spiritually. So I will be instructing you in your various tasks while you are here. Caragor just notes the, the training ground and then looks back at Krant. Krant's a big fat guy, right? He is, yes. Caragor just nods and then doesn't say anything. Okay. You will all become very, very fit while you are here, I can assure you. But that is good. We must be pure in both mind and body. Uh, to properly serve the living God. Don't get looking like me, eh? <laughs> he uh, leads you back to the... Um, he leads you back downstairs. Uh, you can see the sun is starting to set. So, um... I guess you've been down there for... Uh, I guess you've been down there for quite a while now. So this is the second day since you've... Or second day since you were... Uh, day after you went to the Ranger's Lament. He leads you back downstairs. Um, here... It's too late to start any tra theory of training today, so I'll leave you to it um, for the moment. But get to an early night. We start at six o'clock tomorrow morning. First light. Brother Kranz, uh, is it possible that we could just uh, have a wander around on our own? You are... Before bed. That is not permitted. You must remain down here with the other acolytes. You may, get in, you may go to between the bedroom and the dining room. You may go in the kitchen if you don't get in the way. 
But, uh, what if we wanted to spar a little bit, practice uh, some fighting? Are you gonna spar, are we? Aye, I'm a fighter. Uh, I'll bear that in mind for tomorrow. I think I've got a little exercise that might just appeal to you, Brother Fulton. Yeah, uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> well, get some sleep, and I'll see you all in the morning. He turns and goes back up the long corridor and closes the door behind him. You hear a click of the lock. Is there, like, so right at the end of the uh, the corridor bedroom, yep. is there, like, a spare bed? There are it, enough beds, yes, for you to all bed there, down in there. Is there an area where we can, like, sit in the corner where there's no one else? Yeah, and it's a big enough room that you could be away from the table where the, the priests are playing dice okay. and, um, uh, and not get in their way. Um... I guess we all go over to there to have a conversation, maybe. Caragor goes yep. uh, away from the danger club and goes to uh, the guys chopping vegetables. Okay. Uh, hello, brothers. Brother. Duty hunt. No, it is our duty to uh, to prepare the vegetables today. We would not wish to. Uh, we would not wish to share that duty with somebody else. I see. So there is a like a rotation on chores here. Oh, you will be given your time to cook. Very well. Um. What uh, he said it was, we'd be waking at six o'clock. So I assume they have some kind of time telling process. But is it, are we able to tell what time it is? You are not. No. Okay. Uh, well then, Karagor, he just goes to his bed. Okay. Uh, Shanai goes over to where the where the guys are playing dice. Okay. <coughs> uh, what game do you play? We are uh, one of the exercises. We are playing dicey dicey. It is. It is. He starts. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, we all roll the dice, uh, and then uh, if you get three, if uh, three of the same number comes up, the first person to shout "dicey dicey" wins. It does sound very like a very it's, dicey game. It's a very exciting game, I can tell you that. May I join you? Yes, of course. Here, come and join us. You're Thank right. you. Here, it is your turn to roll. Roll three d six. Okay. <clears throat> What have you got? Oh. Uh, two ones and a two. Dicey, dicey! Oh, you lose. He takes your dice. What? what, what I, I, wait. I oh, wait. No, those are my dice. He puts them back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not totally sure that I understand the game. Uh, the, the rules of the game change. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. It's, uh, it's a game we like to play outside with non-believers. Uh, oh, oh I, see. Ah, I see. So it's sort of... You know, it, it, you can just make up the rules. <laughs> it's like go Johnny, go 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules for go Johnny, go 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 go, Ross? Ah, uh, you just have to play Joe Johnny, Joe go 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 go. I don't even say the word. That sounds like a great game. <laughs> if you ever seen League of Gentlemen, watch. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll okay, say. we'll play Joe Johnny, go Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's an intro. That's an intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check on your go-go, check on. Um, uh, so, uh, what, what are your names, brothers? Brother Carlisle, is it not? Yes, it is. It's Brother Carlisle from upstairs. Oh, oh good, good to see you again. Uh, and who might you be? Well, this is uh, uh, this Emmeth. Brother Emmeth. Hello, Emmeth. Um, and this is, uh, this is uh, Sister Bishop. 
Oh, Sister Bishop. Ah, good to see another sister. I was about to ask if there's ever any other sisters around. Good to see you, sister. Yes, they're both they're all human, um, these two. Is this audible to the rest of us? Yeah, yeah, you can all okay. hear this. Uh, it's not that big a room. Like, if you want to talk quietly, you can, and people won't be able to hear you, but they're talking in normal volume, so it's mm. easy enough to listen to. Uh, how long have you been acolytes for? Oh, right. Uh, they think for a minute, Sister Bishop like, says, I've been here for uh, only about four weeks now. I see, and how are you finding the training? Oh, it is, uh, it is very hard. It's the, some of the hardest training I've ever done, but um, I, I, feel in, I feel enriched by it. I tell you, it's, um, it's good, to be part of a, good to be part of a group that really respects me. Yeah. Uh, uh, how did you find the, um, uh, the, 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 um, as how you were brought here? I, I, was, I was most suspicious of it. Um, Emeth kind of chuckles. Says, <laughs> "Yeah, this is a, it's a bit, uh, bit strange, isn't it? it uh, it's uh, a bit jarring at first, but I guess it makes sense, really. Okay, when I you mean, really understand it. Uh, um, so, do, do you know why? Can you do, do any of have you ever yes, you, you, you found to, out? It's to properly purify you before you uh, are presented to the living God." Okay, purify. Yeah. So what? So whatever was in the drinks was purifying our blood? Yeah, it was purifying us, wasn't it? Okay. That's, that's what they said. That, that was certainly what they said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. No, great. Um, and uh, and uh, how many other uh, of, of the priests have you met here? Um, uh, sort of the, the higher ups and stuff. Have you had much of a chance to, to speak with any um, many of the people in, you know, in, in power and they've opened up to you about the living God and stuff? I'm still uh, a little bit, um, I don't know much about the gods that I am supposed to now be following. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I love that there's this part of, there's always this part in a Shannara interrogation where it goes really subtly and in really friends, and then suddenly you're like, so tell me everything about your organization. <laughs> you know, just, I'm just curious. What is Can the code for the secret door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like exactly the same as happened with the cards in Caramago. Okay, so, uh, I said, well, they've got... Um, there's Sister Ermine. I don't need that. There's Sister um, Sister You're Ermine. You're not getting a desk. Right. <laughs> you can throw as much stuff on the floor as you Give want. Give me a desk. <laughs> Give in. Um, well, there's Sister Ermine. Um, she is the um, she's the high priestess. She is not here now, though. Um, and then there below her, there are the uh, below her are the heralds. Um, there are six of them, but they're. Um, I mean, there, there two of them have been away for a long time. I don't know if they've. They're. Um, um, Ms. I heard they. Uh, I heard they ascended. I think they ascended to. Um, they ascended to Rasmaran. That means that there's two open spots to be heralds. It could be any of us. This is, well, this, this is an exciting time for all of us in this case. Can you tell me? Do um do do any of them deal with uh, the face barges? Or where, where do they come? Oh, the barges. They. Yeah. Um, well, they come from they come from Rasmia originally. Um, no, but, they don't. But, they come from all over. But but to the but but, um, but when the face face barges uh, arrive, they, they come here to the temple, yeah. Some do. Uh, they arrive. They bring new faithful to join us. Yeah. Uh, some go to other places. They they bring the great word of Rasmaran wherever they go. Well, you see, there's a friend of mine who I was expecting to arrive on a face barge. I was wondering uh, who would I speak to about finding out if um, if my friend uh, has arrived here. 
Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who you're. You know people who are already part of the who are already part of the faith. Well, uh, when I decided to join, uh, I wrote to um, a friend of mine and said um, that we should join together, that we should uh, be part of the cause together. And they said that they would join a face barge and, 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 and come to try and join me here. So I'm hoping to find out where they are. And I thought the first place to look would be where the face barges come in. Caragor, just from his where he is on the, on the bed, just uh, quietly but pointedly clears his throat. <coughs> The, uh... Oh, what's her name? Mary. <laughs> I don't know a sister Mary. Well, well, perhaps she has not arrived. I was just hoping you might be able to help with this. And don't worry, brother. Hopefully she'll join soon, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will keep an eye out um, for her. Um, do you know where they come in? When the, the barges? Yeah. There. I'm going to make a diplomacy check. Yeah. Uh, okay, that is 15. 15. Well, we're not really involved in that. Okay, and you don't know who it is? Mm, maybe, uh, I suppose you could ask Krant, but uh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a little bit of a closed book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, he'll... Uh, the, uh, um, Carlisle sort of laughs. At <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a book, he's more of a picture book, if you get my opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, a pleasure to meet you all. Uh, I will get to early nights for training in the morning. Night, night. Hello, Bishop. Hello. <laughs> are you, <laughs> are you, uh, That's just you standing behind. How are you? Um, uh, well, well, you're um, one of the new people, aren't you? Yeah, brother Fulton. Fulton, it's good to meet you. Yeah, are you any good at fighting? Um, well, I've been training. Crant um, likes to train. He certainly does that. Hey, does he like? Does he get you to bash things? Uh, sometimes, yes. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Fucking hell, mate! Jesus! <laughs> what? That's our character. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking hell. <laughs> I love that if Caragol sat on his bunk and pointedly says, Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I just wondered, that's all. See ya. <laughs> Strange fellow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Caragol goes into the kitchen and asks if there's a chicken he can choke. Velda <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. goes off and shakes the tiller. Uh, <laughs> We um, all start spanking Philippe. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you can't. He's not there. Philippe's off spanking gin. Checking <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fox. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Training the fox. Uh, uh, <laughs> we all go to bed, I guess. Oh, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, yeah. <laughs> we're all spent in sheer embarrassment. Uh, I'll just go to bed. <laughs> I'll be in the bunk. <laughs> How many people are well, there in this room? Then, so there's uh, there's you, and then there are three. Um, there are three of the um, acolytes. Like, as as the night goes, like as we start bedding down, do more people start coming in? Yeah, or? there's. Um, these, those three leave some others come in um, most of them go straight to bed how many like is there more beds than there are people like 
Um, there are more people than there are beds, specifically. Like, let's say they're sharing, you share beds. Share okay. beds. Um, there's, about beds. Ten, there's about 10 beds in this room. Um, and throughout the night, uh, at various points, they are either the room is either full or sort of half full. Okay. Um, it's the, the smell in here isn't great. It's lots and, you know, 10 people sharing a room. Yeah. It's, that, it's got that kind of hostile kind of smell. Do all the people who sleep in this room have white robes? They all have white robes, right. yes. So you guess the people with grey robes and black robes sleep somewhere else. Mm. Um, do you want to chat to anyone else or do you want to... No, let's go to bed. Yeah. Down. I'll go to bed. Yeah, Felder's okay. fellas fallen asleep. All right. So you go to bed. Um, you are woken the next morning um, very early, um, depending on how happy you are with early starts. Um, you probably react slightly differently. But you are woken up very early Krant appears in the doorway and bangs his um, stick I rare uh, frost him <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a morning person alright it's just not what to do <laughs> um, so yes you are uh, you are woken up by Krant everybody up 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 got a we've got a very busy day ahead for all of you so uh, I hope you're uh, hope you're well rested go and get yourself some uh, go and get yourself some breakfast I'd like to have. All, I want to see all of you by the main door in half an hour. Oh, okay, right. good. Yes, yes. Oh, it's early in it. Yes. Go, go, go. Sweet breakfast. Okay. What's breakfast. So breakfast is water, uh, a bit of bread, uh, and some old fruit. Right. Belda, Belda drinks his water. Old fruit or dry fruit? No, old fruit. Is it so like? Is yeah. it old new fruit? <laughs> <laughs> so like some of them apples that you know, if you go to someone's nan's house. They all look kind of a bit wrinkly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sort of. Sort of that sort of soft. Pop, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Not like completely mouldy, but they, you know, if it was Master Chef, they'd be in that challenge where you have to make a dinner out of like leftover stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's that mm. kind of, you know, sort of scraps really. Uh, half past, um, Krant comes and gets you from the. Uh, or if you're if you're done in time, he picks you up. Anyone who's still eating, he comes and he comes and gets uh, and brings it out. Uh, you walk past um, uh, he leads you back up the steps Um, as you go up the steps you pass brother Carlisle um, who is coming back down the steps Uh, he's walking with uh, he's walking with a bit of a limp uh, and you can see he's clutching uh, he's clutching his back slightly he kind of nods to you but doesn't say anything as he goes past Um, Krant leads you out uh, leads you outside uh, to where you have your first duties. I actually get a list. You get a list of duties here. So your first job is l- simple labour in the yard. So he takes you out into the takes you out into the courtyard, um, where you have to go about your daily business. Um, <laughs> not like about that. Chatting <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah. Chatting people. So he, uh, uh, he instructs you to start. Instructs a couple of you to start cl- to clean out the stables. Um, and the rest of you to go and uh, the rest of you to go and move some uh, some wagons are pulled up and he wants you to unload the boxes from the wagons uh, and take them and put them in the uh, immediate volunteers to clean the stables because I don't know (laughs) funny nobody normally wants to do that I I don't I'm not very good at lifting boxes and things Uh, you will be by the end of today oh everyone's going to be very strong by the end of today I think Oh, oh good all right then Caragor uh, goes with I'm, I'm Caragor sh- belt. Sorry. You know, I was going to suggest. <laughs> <laughs> we all clean out the stables. Caragor first. 
goes to the stables. Cowgirl goes to the stables. Shania. Well, I mean, do you need three people to clean out stables? Having worked it's in the stables. It's just, I know where I hid the stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. It was, it, it, Vel wasn't even really thinking about that. He was just thinking he didn't want to lift boxes. Oh, right. <laughs> but I, it was sort of... It was also sort of like no, and he, he was going to check on the check on the weapons as well, but he didn't. He was just sort of like, oh, I can check there, there, and right, I, okay. I can't want carry boxes. Well, I mean, Shania knows where they're hidden, so Shania's going to go to the stables as well. All right, Caragor sees Shania moving, and then just casually switches path to go lift some boxes. Bubba goes this boxes as, okay, as he looks uh, at yeah. Shania. He just passes a look. Mm-hmm. Um, and just imperceptibly as he scratches his beard, he sort of makes a crossing across the mouth kind of movement as he scratches his beard as he goes past Shania. Shania looks at Karagor like she understands exactly what he means and has no idea. <laughs> okay. Hopefully they'll decide. So, um, boxes. Uh, right, so Karagor, um, Bubba and Fulton, you start unloading um, barrels and boxes. They are mostly um, mostly fruit and vegetables, um, things like that. But this is fresh produce, which is not like what you've seen upstairs. Uh, you bring it down and Krant opens each barrel and sort of has a bit of a poke around in it uh, with his stick and then closes it uh, and gestures you to carry it back into the temple. Uh, meanwhile, Velda and Shania, you go into the stables. There's still no horses in here. These are piles of hay. Velda um, just says, "No, right. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll clean near okay, the door and keep a lookout. Just make sure things are there. But we'll leave okay, it there. Okay, I will. I will. I will uh, just uh, double check. Uh, yeah. so it's where, where have you put okay. it? Yeah. And then so. Velda goes and cleans near the door so he can keep an eye, sort of. Okay. Sort of. Uh, or, or rather, we we'll close the door, but then we listen out to see if anyone's coming. Right. Okay. So you start cleaning near the door. Shania, you go over to the corner. Uh, you start moving some sacks. These seem to be sacks of onions and older, older vegetables, things like that. Um, mostly is what ke- is kept in here. Uh, old fruit, things like that. Uh, you move a couple of boxes away and then move some straw aside. Um, to where there is, uh, to where you left the sack mm-hmm. containing the bag. You take out and open the sack. It is full of old vegetables. And that's where we leave it for tonight. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh-oh. Listen in. Listen in. Listen in.